I don't know about you, but it's overwhelming to me to see all that the Lord has done um, over 10 years. And um, and I just have a real brief word for you, a word that I just want to encourage my friends today to be faithful. I just want to encourage you to be faithful. Um, faithfulness is hard to come by. Matter of fact, King David writes in Psalm 12, and he says, I can't find any faithful men. God, where are they? Where are the faithful ones? They're, they have lying lips. They're deceitful. They don't do what they say they'll do. And, and David, the king of Israel, goes, I look around, and he goes, there's just no faithful men. That's why in Proverbs 20, verse 6, it just says, a faithful man who can find? Where are they? Where are the faithful men? Where are the faithful women? Where are the people who keep their yes, who make much of their word? Where are the people who say, hey, uh, we're going to do what we say we would do. We're going we're gonna to be who we would say we'd be. Where are the faithful people? And I would just tell you that we live in a culture where faithfulness is hard to come by. People who will do what they say they'll do. And today, I just want to encourage you. I just want to remind you to be faithful to be faithful with what the Lord is asking you to be faithful with. Um, about 23 years ago, I preached the very first message I ever preached. I was 17, had no idea what I was doing. And to be honest, I feel a whole lot like I did 10 years ago starting a church. I'm like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. And Lord, I just want to do what you've called me to do. And I can remember at 23 years old, feeling called to, to vocational ministry, believing that I'm going to spend my life doing what the Lord purposed. Um, as I preached that first message, um, all I wanted to do was herald God's word. And I wanted to be a steward of the mysteries of God. And all I want to do is just steward the things that the Lord has told me to steward. And, and one of the things that I steward most of my life is God's word. And I'll tell you this, that uh, I get to proclaim the excellencies of God. Like that's what I get to do for a living. Wow, what an incredible blessing. And can I just tell you how hard it is sometimes to just be faithful to those things? Because I can set my eyes on the wrong things. And today I just want to remind you, friends, that as we get to proclaim the mysteries of God as ambassadors of Christ, um, we do that with our lives. We do that with the way that we live. And 23 years ago, as I preached my very first message, I chose a text in Jeremiah chapter 17. And I want to read that text to you today. And I want to spend just a few moments sharing that with you. In Jeremiah chapter 17, the prophet is writing to a nation that um, is, is had some ups and downs, highs, lows. They have also struggled to be faithful. They struggle to trust the Lord. And that's why Jeremiah writes these words in Jeremiah chapter 17, verses five through eight. He says, thus says the Lord, curses the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. This, this shrub right here is what Jeremiah is talking about. Uh, you see this thing right here? Um, this thing was living not too long ago. The problem is, is I needed an illustration. Um, and that illustration was for you today. So I stopped watering this thing. Um, and guess what happens over just a handful of weeks, right? Without water, without, uh, without protection, without provision of a good shepherd, you and I doing things alone on our own, we will be weary, we will be dry, and we will be parched. 
And that right there, my friends, is, is something that I want you to realize happens very quickly. This isn't something that, that was, a, was alive last year and, and then all of a sudden it's gone. This is something that was alive just a handful of weeks ago. But when we're not given nourishment, we're not given support, we're not given water and the things to sustain life, the things that we need, it dies. And I'll tell you that I think a lot of us intend to be faithful. A lot of us intend to be all that God has for us to be. But over time, we can slowly drift away. And if not careful, we'll look up and we'll realize that faithfulness is not found in our own strength. And that's what you need to know today. You need to realize that faithfulness is not found in your own strength. And the reason why is because you and I struggle to be faithful You and I struggle to keep our word. You and I struggle to keep our commitments. You and I struggle to do things the Lord really is asking us to do. And some of them are very simple things, but the challenge is is that if we're not careful, we will dwell in parts places. If we're not careful, we'll isolate ourselves. We'll we'll look up and, and somehow or another, it'll be a handful of years since we've really been doing all the Lord has done. And we'll wonder, why is it that I'm struggling to bear fruit? Why is it that I'm struggling to be all that God has me to be? And here's what I would just tell you is because your soul is not being nourished and you're putting your trust in the wrong things, the wrong places. But that's why Jeremiah says these words in verse seven, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in what? The Lord. He is like a a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by its stream. That is this kind of plant right here. The one that that longs to not only soak up water, but to send its roots shooting towards that life. And listen, I don't know about you, but mankind has become dependent on ourselves a whole lot. And when we're dependent upon ourselves, sometimes we can bear fruit for a season. But when you are dependent upon yourself time after time after time after time for long seasons, you will become weary and dry and parched. But when you will put your trust in the one who is faithful, you'll realize where faithfulness comes from. And faithfulness comes as a result of a continuous, rooted, built-up life in the faithfulness, faithful one. Matter of fact, think about it this way. You and I owe our entire existence to six inches of topsoil. You and I came from dust, Genesis 3, 19, and from dust we will return. The only reason that we survive today is because of God's righteousness and his hope and his glory and his goodness and a layer of sediment and soil in his provision. If we don't have soil and we don't have water, friends, we don't live. Trees don't produce the oxygen we need. We don't have food. We don't, we don't have anything but a dilemma. But what God has done from the very beginning of time, he brought us from dirt. He'll return us to dirt. And he goes, hey, listen, root yourself in me, the maker of dirt. Root yourself in me. You will not ever fail to produce fruit when you root yourself in the faithful one. And friends, I don't know about you, but sometimes I root myself in myself and I am faithless and my, my attempts are futile and it, it just doesn't work out well. But if I can be reminded, if I can be spurred on towards love and good deeds by you, 
If you will remind me, if you will help me to oftentimes adjust course, then I'll be rooted. And listen, can I just tell you one of the greatest joys in my life has been the pastor of this church. Not always easy, not always fun. But I'll tell you, the thing that I has, have been taught time and time and time again from the Lord is that I need him and his strength to sustain. Because what I'll just tell you is that your kind words don't sustain me. Your compliments, your cards, your support, they don't sustain me. They lift me up for a moment. They encourage me for a moment. But why I find myself time and time again is I'll run to weary and parched places not careful And I need to be reminded that I need God's work in my life. And it happens through the soil of God's word. Jesus is the faithful one, friends. That's why in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11, you see his his name as the one who is faithful and true. He is the one who will come back and you will recognize faithfulness. And here's what I want you to realize, that everything we've ever called you to in the last 10 years has simply been calling you to two truths. One is that you and I aren't faithful, but there is one who is faithful and you and I are meant to have faithful lives and it only happens when we are the epitome of truth of the faithful one. It only happens when you and I are moved to Christ likeness. It only happens when you are more like God tomorrow than you are today. That's where faithfulness happens. And I would just tell you that faithfulness is a result of continuously being rooted in the faithful in Christ. And I don't know what you're rooted in right now. I don't know what it is that you're chasing. I don't know what it is you're pursuing. I don't know when the last time that you spent meaningful time with the Lord and his word. But what I would tell you is, is that if you haven't, you need to. And if you haven't, you should do that today because you and I have nothing to offer our children, our families. We have nothing to offer our community. You have nothing to offer your church if you look like this. And far too many of us look like this too often. But here is where faithfulness lies. And that's why you have this word in the latter part of verse eight. And it just says this, the one that's, is planted by the water, who sends out what its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Just a month ago, we wondered if we'd be able to celebrate like this because we've had what we would call a year of drought. It's been tough. It's not been easy. There's been frustrations. There's been tension. There's been people who have debated whether or not they would come back. There's been people who have gone to other churches. There's been people who have come to our church. And here's what I would just tell you in all of this. Those who are faithful and continuously rooted in the faithful one, they always bear consistent fruit. Because when you're rooted in faithfulness, and you're rooted in the faithful one, it doesn't matter what comes. It doesn't matter if it's heat. It doesn't matter if it's, a, it's an incredibly rainy season. It doesn't mean, matter if it's drought. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's the sorrows of the world, those who are bearing fruit are because of the faithful one. And as image bearers of Christ, listen, friends, our only hope is that we produce the type of fruit in us that others might want to taste and see that the Lord is good. 
as ambassadors of Christ, as image bearers, that is our chief goal. We are faithful so that we point people to the faithful one. We produce green fruit because we want people to see who it is that produces fruit in us. And his name is Christ. And what I would just tell you is this, friends, is that you are an image bearer of our God. And he did not create you to make a life on your own. He created you so that you would herald and proclaim and be a steward of the mysteries of God. The very reason you exist is so that you can point people to the Christ, the one who is faithful. When you fall short, point people to the one who measures up. When you are hopeless, point to the one who gives hope. When you are sorrowful and you are sad, point them to your good shepherd. Have a Christ-like faith that is childlike, that even when you're weary, when you're heavy laden, when you need rest, that you would come to the one who always provides. His name is Jesus. And A.W. Tozer says it this way, a way that I think all of us could understand. A man by his sin may waste himself, which is to waste that which on earth is most like God, which is you. This is a man's greatest tragedy and God's heaviest grief. What he's saying is God's heaviest grief is that he would create you and I to look like this and instead we look like this. Oh, what a tragedy that we would use our lives for anything than pointing people to the God of the Bible who loves us and gave his son for us. Friends, can I ask you a question? What are you pointing your life to? Hey, friend, can I ask you a question, really? Are you Christ-like? Do people see Christ in you? Or do they see that as a husband? Do they see that as a father? As I scan this room and I see all of you men, is that what people see is Christ in you? As a wife... As a mom, is that what they see? Do they see faithful and true? What are we pointing people to? Barren parched places or fruitfulness that will last forever. Let me close with these words in Psalm 1, which just simply says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor seats, sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law. His word, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Look at verse four. But the wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. This right here, is broken off and it will blow away. This right here, oh, it's moldable, it's pliable, it moves easily with the wind. Faithfulness, self reliance. What do you want to be? Listen, I want to call you to faithfulness in the next 10 years, but listen, that would be foolish. Will you be faithful with today? Church family, I'm asking you genuinely, would you please be faithful to the Lord just for one week? 
one week, would you commit for this next week that you would look like this, that you would spend time in God's word, that you would just realign your heart to the North Star, that you would say, Lord, I've missed it. I'm off, I'm off kilter. Like, Lord, help me. He is so gracious. He is so kind. And listen, can I just tell you that your leaders are too. I want to be a man that exhibits grace. I want to be a man that calls you only to being faithful to what the Lord has required and nothing more. I don't want to tie up a cumbersome load on anyone in this room that I'm not willing to carry myself. But here's the deal. If we're not careful, we, we confuse and derange something in our mind. And we go, oh, hey, pastor, I think you're calling me to something legalistic. No, I'm calling you to Christ-like obedience. And there's a huge difference. And you need to understand that even as our elders are praying and we're asking God to move in our body, listen, I don't see a move of God without obedience. And obedience is not for every man. And it's not for every woman. And it's something that happens day to day. Not month to month and not year to year. Set your eyes on the prize and run towards Christ today. And by his grace, next week, we'll look more like this than we do like this. May we just be obedient. Lord, what do you want me to be obedient to? And that's the question. And I pray that you'll answer it just as I have to answer it. Let me pray for you, church. The church whom I love. And it is a pleasure to pastor, to shepherd. Thank you. Father in heaven, I am overwhelmed by your grace and your goodness. I don't deserve to be a pastor of this place, but yet you called me. And not only have you called me, Lord, you've sustained me. And Lord, I don't have to ask the question that David does in Psalm 12. Lord, is there a faithful man, one whom I can find? Lord, I see faithfulness here. I see faithful men and women. I see faithfulness even as it resides in children here. Lord, it is a pleasure to see faithfulness. Lord, I pray that we would have more. I pray that we're not a shrub in the desert that doesn't see any good come or that dwells in the parched places. That's in the inhabited salt land where there is no life and there is no joy and there is no peace. But I pray that we would be a body of people who find our trust in the Lord. May we be a tree planted by the water. And may we send out our roots to the faithful one. You are where living water is found. You are the blessing of fruitfulness. We came from dirt. We're going to return to dirt. And so, Lord, if that's going to be the case, why not root ourselves in you right now in this season we call life? And may we trust you to be faithful. Would you help us to not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor sit in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but may we delight in you, in your law, in your hope, in your peace, and may you prosper us in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.